Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane with Matt Tift and myself. We've been on hiatus for like what seems to be, I don't know, 10, 15 years. We haven't been back. I've been sick. You can probably hear it in my voice. Matt's been busy. We've all been busy. But hey, we're back now. We're going to call it our, what is this, episode 40, 41? 40. Like that? It's the big 40. 40. Dude, we're over the hill. The big 4-0. Yeah. See, we had a midlife crisis. Oh, that's what you say. Yes, we had a midlife crisis. The only thing is, that's probably not far from the truth with me. Like, I mean, I, I think I've had like a couple of midlife crises. I'm only 33. Well, every time I talk to Keith, he's either in the hospital, yep, taking yep. his kids to the hospital. Yep. He's coming from the ER or he's going to the ER. Yes. So, yes. It's weird. I, I don't know, like the carcinogens. Of, I know you're, so Keith is currently, um, if you listen to this later on on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, um, Keith has been. Currently, this is what day eleven of you not smoking cigarettes? Uh, yeah, yep, yep. Okay, day eleven. That's why I'm cranky. So, well, so he's not as cranky because <laughs> he's been baking and still dipping. So. <laughs> but here's the thing: uh, so is, we promote healthy lungs in this on this show. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's here's what's weird. So normally I talk to <coughs> get a lot of <coughs> sorry. <coughs> and for the last week. That hasn't happened, but maybe two times. Right. It's and like, you know, like when you're—I've uh, mentioned this before, but like um, a computer lab class or something—and you're typing, they say they see how many words per minute you can type. Well, they do the same thing, you know, for like auctioneers and stuff. You got to be able to talk and, uh, and you talk fast and sell and sell and right. sell. Keith could never do that, even though he's a, a good podcast host, uh, was a good radio host before. He would be horrendous at being an auctioneer because there would be a bid for probably, let's say it was $100,000. There would be a $400,000 level that was raised to. They'd have no idea because he said, I'd I'd pass out before I start coughing. (laughs) I look like one of those people that had smoke inhalation. I would literally pass out before I got to, I don't know, you said $100,000. I'd pass out before I got to to, to $115,000. Well, let's just hope it's increments of $100,000. Yeah, as long as it's increments of 100,000, we should be okay. Yes. Well, anyways, we've had a lot that's uh, gone on in the world since we were last on. We have. Um, since then, just very quickly, high level. Um, UFOs have been released. Logan Paul <laughs> says that he didn't Mayweather. He didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, what else happened? Uh, I went to an Indians game. That was fun. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Thanks for the invite. And well, I was invited myself, so that didn't really work. That I invited way. myself. <laughs> I was invited, so I I, I couldn't add oh, on to their. Understandable, understandable. <laughs> I was but, coughing. Anyways, so um, that's all been happening, and I know we didn't get a chance to discuss it, so that's kind of disappointing. But um, it is, it is. you and I um, would discuss it off there, but something yeah. that came out today, which is pretty cool. Um, go check it out on my Twitter. I retweeted it. Um, I'm sure Keith posted it as well. Um, it'll probably be on Facebook too there. So Keith and I are doing a project yes. um, at the end of this July, um, going into August here. And we are shooting a, a TV show called Unmortal. And right. this is something we've talked about a little bit, but it's getting close to, um, to happening. And yeah. so our yeah. friend uh, Walt Whitten has been putting this together. Um, with Al Snow as, as um, the main guy in this um, in the show, so I'm pretty excited. Um, how would you how would you explain the show? It's kind of like a post apocalyptic um, kind of fantasy. Uh, how, how would you say it? 
So it's more like I mean it's like a it's like a fantasy. You're living in like a Dungeon and Dragons type world. It's like it, it's it's like a video game. Honestly, it's it, really it cool. Feels, it feels like a video game. It's cool though. No, it is. And the thing is, we're gonna get to star with. Uh, we're gonna get to co-star with, like you said, Al Snow, which is super awesome because I mean, you know, when I was a, a younger, big wrestling fan, loved to watch it. But then also we're gonna be starring with John Wells, who's been in Star Wars and been in a lot of other stuff, and he's gonna be doing a podcast with us at some point in time. I'm not sure if we're starting it this Sunday or next Sunday, but either way, we're gonna be doing some cool stuff. But I get to dress up as a, as a knight, and I get to wield a, a sword. That's why I'm growing the beard out. He told me I had to I couldn't shave for two months, so I mean it's getting pretty hectic yes. over here. I too have not shaved for two months. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm not even gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just not. But that's okay. You're. You know what? You. <laughs> we're gonna have to get special. You're gonna have to look like. Uh, we're gonna have to get uh, Al so we can get uh, some some hair growing on you. Well, so here's the good thing is that you know they always say when you're little like well, this will put some hair on your chest, but I think you have like four now, so it's it's progressing. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's progressing. It's poor poor guy. It's all right, man. You'll be able to grow hair one day. Don't worry about it. What happens when you have a brain tumor and messes up your entire endocrine system? Oh, see, now, now how the hell am I supposed to joke about that, Matt? That's not it's fair. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm okay with it. It's fine. It's Anyways, fine. Um, <laughs> talking about other people with parts of their brains missing, the title of the show today, um, Walgreens, the corner of happy and healthy. Well, apparently today it's the corner of happy and stealing. This is the most hilarious video I've seen. Happy and um, stealing? You know, have you seen the video yet? I have not. Okay, while we while we're talking here, I want you to go on Twitter, and I want you to go to the trending section, and it's going to be a video on um, on Twitter there right. of a guy, and he's riding a bike in the middle of Walgreens. He's riding a bike. Yeah, and it's like Santa Claus, but with a trash bag. He takes everything down the aisle, and he's in there like he's going to go give it out like Christmas and Santa Claus. But this is the weirdest thing. Okay, so Walgreens. $11 billion company, whatever the heck they are. Like, they don't care about a couple hundred bucks, right? Sure. But what's so funny about this to me is there are a good seven, eight, nine people watching this guy take the stuff, and they're just, this is, this is their face, Keith. This is their face. I mean, would you try to stop somebody if they were riding a bike through Walgreens? I mean, at that I, point, I, I would just, I think I would just take a picture, too. <laughs> I, I don't know what I would do, but what's it's funny though, because at the end he makes a beeline for and then a be by a beeline. He's maybe going two miles an hour. It's like trying to, you know, it's it's a slow stroll towards the, <laughs> towards the Sorry, end. Sorry, I'm watching and it. What's funny is he's going by I don't know if it's a worker or somebody at the end. Nobody's trying to stop him. That's a security guard. Almost, I don't know if he almost falls or what, but he kind of swerves towards the guy and the guy just goes like, whoa. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. Was like it was the most danger he'd ever seen in his life with this guy almost swerving about a foot towards him. And the Walgreens is 12 people. There is, the security guard is just looking at him. The security guard is watching him do it the whole time. And he tried to, he like, yes, I forgot. The security guard is sitting there like, oh, did you get your shaving cream? <laughs> yeah, but he didn't even really make an effort to stop him. He basically, no, he, he basically, did, yeah, he just tried to grab the bag and it wasn't even like very forceful. He tried to grab the bag like he would give his grandma a hug. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, all right, I don't want to break anything. Again, if you're, if you're, you know, if this is later on, you're watching this back or listening to this back. When he goes to get the bag, oh my god, that's he, funny. The effort he makes is like, uh, 
you know, like in football, the coach, you know, goes out and smacks the player on the butt and says, get on out, out there. <laughs> it's like when a wide receiver comes back and he just dropped the pass and they have to go and punt the ball. It's just that little tap, like, oh, I'm mad at you, but like, we still have to do this together. It's like, a, mm, you know, <laughs> I just showed you're still on the team and I care about you, but the security guard, eh, I kind of care. I don't care. <laughs> But like, I, I, all right, so, so let's take this a step further then. Right. Let, let's dive into this just, just a minute. <laughs> if you, if this was, all right, let's say that happens here. Right. And we're both standing in, in Walgreens and we're, and this, this particular <laughs> event is taking place. What are you going to do? Are you going to try to stop the guy? Are both of us going to try to get different angles so we can put it on the podcast with the best possible, with the best possible lighting and everything else? I mean, are we going to try to stop the guy? I'm not going to stop him. No, I'm definitely not going to stop him. I love, I'm watching it again. And I love how he's, so he's in the, it says health and wellness in the back. So he's, he's getting some stuff. He gets back on his bike. Just, oh my gosh, I didn't realize this. This security guard is taking a Snapchat video. You can see him taking a Snapchat video. I know. <laughs> this is your job. That's the that, but that's what I mean. Like, if, I mean, what are they going to get a license plate? Like, why is the? Like, there's no way that I mean, for one, there has to be more to the story, right? This guy did not just walk. This guy did not no, randomly I'm, pick this Walgreens and was like, you know what? I'm going to no, take my, <laughs> I'm going to take my mountain bike and I'm going to go grab. What the hell is that Walgreens you really want, anyways? Vitamin C? Like, what's he going to do? Pile stock up on on vitamin D and B12? I mean, all the good stuff is behind the, the plastic covers anyway. That's what I mean. Like, he didn't go in there and get a bunch of opiates. He went in there and got, like, Robitussin. <laughs> I mean, and granted, I know you make meth off that, but what the hell? He got he got breath mints. He got Claritin. He got some, you know, maybe some Afrin or something. And he got probably some, you know, maybe some gummy bears. I don't know. Some gummy bears. Oh, that's right. They do have candy. And I'm pretty yeah. sure nowadays they used to sell. They used to sell Pokemon cards there, man. And I heard that now you can't buy Pokemon cards or baseball cards anymore because people are beating the crap out of each other for them. I don't know. Maybe he was trying to make an investment. I don't know. I feel like the security guard, though, which is just hilarious to me, taking the video of the guy stealing anywhere between five and $500 worth of stuff going out is just Snapchatting and probably capturing it. Grr, money. <laughs> I still think it's funny you go back to the stealing anywhere between five and $500 worth of stuff. Walgreens doesn't have a dollar section. I mean, he probably stole like, and, and Walgreens overprices everything. Like a thing of ginger ale is like twelve bucks. So I mean, like, did he probably stole like fifty grand worth of stuff if they were to go off of like their price tags? He got like he's gonna get hit with like the max felony. But my question is, all of those people, take, this is the world we live in today, man. All of those people taking videos now. One of them called the police. No, they were live streaming it. Have you ever seen Anchorman? Oh God, yeah. Okay, so it's like when Ron Burgundy says to Baxter, "You ate, you ate, you had a whole wheel of cheese." I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. (laughs) I'm just, dude. This guy had the balls to walk into a Walgreens. I did not even walk. I'm sorry. Ride into a Walgreens. He he wrote a huffy in there. A huffy. A huffy. Oh my god! All right, so we were. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even close. But he's got a single speed huffy to go get his derail and his Claritin. Get the hell out of there! A, a, a huffy, a single speed huffy at that. 
but not one person, every single person that was on their phones was videotaping this guy stealing Claritin, Sudafed. Dude, he's going to make some meth. That's what he's doing. That garbage bag. Dude, he stole about fifty, you know, $50,000 worth of stuff because Walgreens, you know, raises the price on everything. But... If yeah, Walmart. Think, that's at Walmart's about twenty bucks. That's why I shop there. Right. Exactly. No. No. You're you're exactly no, right. But if oh, hundred percent. But if you look, but if you go to like, if you think about what's really in that bag, there's probably like I don't know, hundred, two hundred thousand dollars street value that he's about to be cooking that in his trailer. I'm telling you, man. Like he's gonna be making that, some good I stuff. I couldn't tell the aisle though because it could be that, or maybe he's getting protein bars. <laughs> he wants to be able to fight the police next time he sees them. This is what insane. Cardio workout. You have a single speed bike getting a trash bag of twenty pounds going up and down the streets of San Francisco. I mean, talk about high intensity interval training. What <laughs> a stupid story. <laughs> Like, I think what gets me the most is it's not the fact, again, it's not the fact that the guy went and did this. Because, I mean, good for him, whatever. He wants to go steal. He said, broad daylight, I'm just going to ride my... He had to have been on something. I don't know what it was, but he had to have been on something. But I don't even care the fact that he stole this stuff. I really don't. I care more about... This is, like, as a society, we care more about Snapchatting that and live streaming that before going, yeah, maybe we should alert the proper authorities. Even the damn security guard was Snapchatting. What the hell? Uh, no, it's on. I, I, there's somebody who, po- who tweeted the picture. It's the Reno 911 cops. And <laughs> in little pink shirts. I forget his name. He's a hilarious actor. And he's got a little bandana tie. Oh, yeah. Because I would murder. And says, that's it, Walgreens executives. <laughs> <laughs> You got to admit, dude, it's just, and this is what we deal with. These people vote. Like, I want you to think about that. We've given them the right to vote. These people have no idea. Like, they're literally just streaming it. I, I kind of wish I was on their live stream because there had to have been, what, maybe seven, eight, nine people, actual customers in the store. Oh, Not a, no, it's, it's close to 10. There's 10 to 12 people on screen. In the wake of the thing. In the wake? Which is even funnier because if you think about it, the security guard who, God bless, and the guy wasn't a threat. He just moved. The security guard reached for the bag like he was trying to. This is the nicest robbery I've ever seen in my life. It was so polite. This is such a polite robbery. Excuse me. (laughs) Yeah. Excuse me. Have you ever seen Practical Jokers? Yes. It's like Joe Gatto, like going through, like, yeah, the trend. Larry! Larry! I just don't understand. So, excuse me, I have, you know, $500,000 worth of stuff in this garbage bag. Let me politely move around. Like, he didn't fight. He didn't yell. He didn't scream. Dude, he went, all he did was shop. Like, what you think about it? He just shopped without paying. Like, you can't even call that a robbery. A robbery is like everybody on the ground, or there's at least some type of, you know, forcefulness. All this guy did was shop and not pay. <laughs> no, it's awful. My favorite, though. Is people who online freak about this either way, right? So, like, organized crime has to stop. I'm like, organized crime. Organized crime. This is a dude who rolled in in a huffy and just said, "I don't take a couple things to bring them home." <laughs> <laughs> That's not organized yeah, crime. What the That's, hell? That's just like, it's like you come home with an alpaca. You didn't plan for it, but it happens. Exactly. Organized crime. Do you ever? I don't care if you're if you're uh, in the mafia or not. If you're if you support every Italian right now is going what? Like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Organized crime. The guy came in in a freaking. 
the guy came in with a garbage bag and like you just said a huffy like he was about to do some tricks walked in took whatever he wanted nobody did a damn thing about it that's how organized crime that's just literally the politest and luck that was the luckiest thing that has ever happened to that guy and i'm still curious if they ever caught him did they catch him do they know do we know if they got him there's no other there's no other reports other than Tony Hawk was reportedly um Tony Hawk. Bob Burnquist. We'll go with Bob Burnquist. Oh my god, that Dave Mira. Oh my god, that's so funny. So so again, we have a society who would much rather live stream this. It's gotta be society. Because the only thing is like I hate to say this, but it'd be me. It's an entertainment industry. Everybody's trying to get famous on Instagram so they can go sell this. This is just their plot, their ploy to become in the entertainment industry. It's not a society. So somebody, somebody made a good point. Somebody said that they don't think it was Walgreens security. They think it was that they, he said the badge was TSA. <laughs> Which makes it even funnier because if that's how the TSA is going to attack somebody, why the hell am I checking bags? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, my God. On the corner of Happy and Stealing. For number 40, we have, the, for the 40th episode that we've done, we have literally the politest robbery in the history of the United States. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got injured. And he's going back home, and he's making a bunch of meth cakes. Yep. I, well, it's either that, or I hope he got some hamburger help. That's- Do they sell that at Walgreens? Yeah. Oh, that's what he was doing. You know what happened? He finally got fed up with it. He got fed up that Walgreens was charging five hundred and fifty-four dollars for you know uh, some. They're almost almost as bad as Target. Target is the only one worse. Yeah, Target's pretty bad. Yep, yep. Target's absolutely absolutely <laughs> bad. Target. Yeah, they, they they people started calling it Target, and then they thought they could start you know uh, blowing uh, up uh, and inflating their prices. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, but when we come back, we're gonna move on from the Huffy robber. <laughs> And, the um, Huffy Robber? Dude, you gotta tweet that out. You've named him the Huffy Robber, and that needs to go viral. The Huffy Robber on the corner of Happy and Stealing. Grand Theft Huffy, right here on Life in the Lane Show. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane with Matt Tift and myself, Keith Migra. Well, we talk about the world's dumbest criminals, I guess. <laughs> what else we got on the block for today? Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I think this is a fitting transition because uh, this is going to lead into the Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight coming up. And so the promo for this event, they just had a five minute um, for the heavyweight <coughs> fight here. So they had a five minute stare down which is pretty much what the people just had here in Walgreens. But these guys... <laughs> a five-minute stare-down? Yeah, they said that... Um, apparently, I just saw a little clip on the break. They had a five-minute stare-down. That's going to make the sport more exciting. Okay, Keith, I don't know. I've been watching more and more fighting between sure. boxing, fighting, UFC, whatever the whole... Whatever Jake and Logan Paul do, whatever that is. Um <laughs> Over these last few years, honestly, ever since the McGregor fight, I've the McGregor Mayweather fight, I've been getting into the pay per view events. So, really? 
I've actually really gotten interested into fighting um, between MMA, UFC, boxing, and I'm still trying to learn more about it. Sure. So I know, you know, you have coached downstairs um, at, you know, at the studio there. Um, I never, I didn't, I didn't coach down there, but I used to box. What's that? I never coached down there, but I used to box. No, I was saying coaches downstairs. Oh, coaches down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's a boxing studio uh, <laughs> in the same building we did our, our production out of. So Hooligans boxing and MMA. Yep, I was looking for the plug. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I was teamed up there for you, but That's you got right. it. I got it. <laughs> so, um, you used to box. Yeah. So, what is the point of the stare-down? Nothing. It's to, it, basically, you're just, nine times out of ten, it, it means absolutely nothing. And a five-minute stare-down? That's even pointless. Usually, it's for a fight card, right? It's, it's so you can, they can get their pictures. They can, it looks cool. They're going to put it on the posters. It's going to be awesome. Other than that, it means absolutely nothing. It does nothing. It happens right after the after the weigh in, and it it's, it makes no sense. I mean, for five so, grand, you're gonna stare down somebody for for thirty seconds. Okay, I guess that's still kind of long, but five minutes, I'd have walked away. I'd have shut it off. So I feel bad. I don't feel bad for them at all. Um, but no. I, I do in the planning of Tyson Fury because Deontay Wilder's sitting there and they're standing there in the um, stand up, and he has beats on, so he's got music. Oh, Tyson Fury's just sitting there with no music, just staring. I which mean, I mean I, which is in a sense kind of intimidating if you think about it. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't want. No, no, I think it's boring after minute two. It like, is. I'm gonna keep doing this. And no, you're right. I would have walked away. Honestly, I wouldn't have given him the. I wouldn't have given him the uh, the satisfaction of of looking at me anymore. Okay, that's a good question. When do you walk away? Whenever you want. I mean, in all honesty, it's it's a like mutual thing where you like. Is it like the like your first kiss, you know, like there's the <laughs> looking down at the lips and you look back up or like that kind of thing. Like thing. Is it like that? Or is it like, in a sense? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, all right, I'm just going to break off. It's done. So they, they break up and then they make on the back. <laughs> <laughs> they apologize, they hug, and then it's off. The show. Ah, yes. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because yeah. again, you know more about the fighting ring than everything. So a lot of these fights I've noticed that, Obviously, it's extremely intense. They're beating sure. the crap out of each other for you know their their job. That's their job. But I've noticed there's a few that seem to be actually pissed off and mad at each other. Oh yeah. But a large amount of it, they seem to actually really have fun and respect the other person. Because how does that how does that balance? I don't get it. Because honestly, that's how it used to be, and that's how the sport honestly still kind of is. Listen, these guys train. Like when I trained, I trained. You know what I mean? 16 hour days. You train, you lift, you don't do anything but focus on boxing. You have to watch how you eat. And you know the other person's doing the same thing. You know what I mean? You know, and plus then you gotta study tape. Then you gotta sit back and you gotta watch their moves. You gotta know, okay, he's gonna hit you with a combo. So you know, you know, if you fight South Paul, you're gonna have to switch it up. If you can't switch it up, then you're gonna be screwed. You know what I mean? So you're watching it. These people, like, especially the boxers, uh, you know, I didn't get into MMA. I love MMA, I watch MMA. But when you're talking about like boxing, boxing and fighting, you have to have some. Listen, that guy got to the ring the same way you did. You know what I mean? By training hard. And you have no idea, honestly, if he's going to whoop your ass. You have no right. idea if he's going to bloody your face, if he's going to. Listen, just like uh, just like Tyson said, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. And that, right. th- there's some kind of there. They're usually and honestly, usually this is true. There is some form of mutual respect between the two fighters. Now. There can be a lot of problems before it, but usually after the fight, win or lose, doesn't matter. There's some kind of mutual respect because if you beat that guy up, then all the crap talking you were doing, 
made sense. But if he kicks your ass and all the crap talking you were doing, I mean, you got to respect the guy. He just, you know, he, he, he put, he single-handedly put your foot in, in your mouth. And it's like, if you can focus on that and understand that it is in a sense, I don't want to say a gentleman's sport because it's not, but it no. is, but there is, there, there needs well, to be mutual craft. respect. It's a, craft. it's a craft, right? It's the same thing with, with baseball and, and, and even racing. You know that these people got here not because they got lucky. They got there because they trained hard. They, you know, especially for driving, especially after I know what goes into it now. You know, they got there. Baseball is the same way. You know, you got called up the same way everybody else did. You got called up not because you were lucky, but because you were good. There is definitely a sense of, of, uh, of, of mutual respect that I think is more so in, in, the, in the fighting, uh, you know, the full, the full combat sports than there is anything else. Because, I mean, dude, you're there to break that guy's face. Your whole mission is to knock somebody unconscious. It's, it's Roman Coliseum crap. You know what I mean? Like, we are obsessed with violence, and we know that. It's weird to me because I don't know exactly if this is true, or maybe just because I'm more into it now. But to me, it seems like fighting, and maybe just because of social media that hypes it up more, but it seems like to me, you hear more about big ticket event fights now than you have in any time that I can remember. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is that true? Because I just oh, don't yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even when, when Pacquiao fought um, uh, Mayweather for the first time, you knew like it it blew up like i mean social media because you were right yeah well yeah because you were able to pick a side at that point you know what i mean you were and and, and social media has only been good for fighters it's only been good for fighting promotions it's right. only been good for the ufc and it's only been good for the wbc you know what i mean like it's been good yeah. for these these type of organizations because facebook is free you make one post saying mayweather is going to fight somebody it's over. You make one post saying McGregor, you know, uh, Connor's coming right out. He's coming out of retirement. He's going to fight whoever, whatever is trying to. All Dana has to do is make one post and yeah. it catches fire. And it's, I mean, think about that. All of that, it goes viral. It's, and he didn't pay a dime for it. Right. Well, that's, it's interesting to me because, so let's go back into a different sport, right? Mm-hmm. So last year, Judy Smith Schuster does the stupid tweet about the Browns is the Brown thing, right? Right. So all week, of course, it's already Browns talk nonstop because they're going to playoffs. Right. So he does that. And then it turns into a real, the rivalry was there, but it kicked up a, another notch. Oh, yeah, point. absolutely. It did. So, but what's interesting to me is I want to know, in your opinion, and you know, you may not know because you're not in the UFC or anything like that, but sure. you know, people who have been training and stuff. We probably should have asked um, when we had. Um, the MMA guy in here, what he thought about this, or you know, at some point we'll, we'll get we'll ask somebody. But right. my question is: so in other sports, now in football, that's a true rivalry. They didn't like each other, but in racing, there's been instances of okay, we need a bad guy. Sure, sure. We need a dude. And so, like Dale Senior, Dale Earnhardt, the Intimidator, and Jeff Gordon had the mutual understanding that they actually liked each other. But they knew their fan bases hated each other. Yeah. So they played off of that. Well, sure. So um, I wonder how much in UFC and MMA and boxing, all that stuff, how much do they really not like each other? And how much do they say, okay, you're going to put a mean post here. I'm going to go, you know, try to come back to you and do this. Because, like, so the no, polls for Right. Everybody hates the polls. Yes. But my God, are they the best promoters of anybody? Oh, oh sure. Sure, you they're, they're masters at their craft. People. 
but they are the best promoters. Right. Yeah, 100%. They're masters at the craft. And, and promotion is a craft, too. But you got to remember, I would think that probably 80% of the actual, like, problems between between fighters, if there is a problem between, you know, this fighter and that fighter, is probably real. Because, I mean, you got to remember, they're pissed off. They're angry constantly. They're, they're working out. I mean, that messes with your mind, dropping weight. But you're right. I think a good chunk of it, you know, there there probably is some some push from Dana, you know, if it's UFC or push from the WBC to say, hey, you know, say this, especially if it's coming from Mayweather's camp. That dude yeah. just pisses people off because he's an idiot. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's 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 a very uneducated human being, but he's super smart when it comes into the ring. And so he doesn't you know, what I mean, like he doesn't have the smarts to be able to go. All right, I'm going to do this intelligently. He just says, I'm going to beat you up. And the other, you know, the other people are like, hey, go read, you know, like 50 Cent. <laughs> 50 Cent and Floyd Mayweather got into that argument. All it did was up Floyd's, you know, uh, uh, promotion. When, when 50 Cent said he'd give him $100,000 if he could read five, <laughs> five pages out of Cat in the Hat. That, I mean, that stuff is funny, but guess what? It got Floyd Mayweather's to his next fight. It got him promoting. And so you want problems. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Everybody wants a villain. Nobody wants to see two good guys fight. They want to see a good guy and a bad guy fight. Pacquiao versus Mayweather. That was good. You know, even though Pacquiao wasn't even fighting for America. He was fighting for, uh, I don't remember the hell he's from. Um, I can't remember. I, offhand, I can't remember where he is. The Philippines. Yes. And, and he actually, he's a governor over there. Uh, and like every time he, oh yeah, dude, he's huge in the over there, and he gives money, like he gives half of his purse to the government, and like I'm pretty sure Pacquiao, I'm pretty sure Pacquiao is literally single handedly funding their government. I'm not completely 100 percent sure, but he gives a lot of money to him. Right. But if you right. look like like who the he- who wants to see like you know two good guys go at it? Because then you're like, oh man, you know I like both of them. You got to have a bad guy, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor made a, literally a living and a promotion being the bad guy and and then it sucks when he retires because like man i want that bad guy back i want him to start screaming and you know being dumb and stupid yeah Yeah. you want you want him back it's it's crazy to think but no i think a lot of these people are probably do have problems with each other i mean think about it they're wait listen i mean we're friends but if i went you know if i said hey there's a promotional fight coming up and i said hey you know me and you are gonna fight for it you're a piece of garbage i'm gonna beat your ass I have a feeling you'd want to respond like, you're not going to beat me up. I'm going to beat you up. I have a wingspan of this. I have a wingspan of this. You know, I've, I've trained here. I've trained there. Then we're going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know what I mean? For sure. No, 100%. Well, and it's it's back to the, the bad guy thing, right? So you look at the, the bad guys in any sport, and they're the ones that sell the most amount of t-shirts. And they sell the tickets. Absolutely. You know, you the vanilla guys, you don't hear about them. No, no, and you, and you won't either. The people like, 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 listen, especially if you go into UFC. UFC got, uh, UFC is more action-packed, obviously, than boxing, right? But boxing is more of a craft and a skill. You're trying to score points. That's why Mayweather is the best at what he does. I would say Mayweather is probably the best. But I don't, I, you know, people are going to hate it's me for impressive. this. It's All the fights I've watched him with, like, so in racing, you have, in old school racing, you'd have tires that would wear out very, very fast. Right. So um, this actually kind of correlates to Mayweather here. So you would have tires that were very soft. What soft tires mean is that you can go a shot out of a cannon and go lap everybody. You can do whatever you want. But if you had to stay in that um, set of tires for a long time, say at an abrasive racetrack where tires went away quickly, right. the guy who saved his stuff until the end 
he'd go beat the guy that, you know, shot out of the gate. And to me, I watching Floyd yeah. Mayweather, the few fights that I have, yep. he's yep. the guy who goes, I'm going to sit back and chill, just put my arms up, dance a little bit, just do this. And at the end, I'm going to come at you. And I really respect that because that is, it's biding your time. It's planning. It's strategizing. It's knowing percentages. It's knowing how you're going to hit the guy. It's knowing everything. You know their move before um, they even know their own move. And so I think it's fun watching him because he is, it's one of the few, again, I'm new to the the sport of all fighting right so it's interesting for me to watch somebody like that because you can tell he's thinking and planning while he's acting oh yeah yeah no absolutely is and that's what makes him so dangerous that's what makes him so good and that's what makes him undefeated you know i mean he has the ability to, to to put you back in the corner, tire you out. He'll hit body shots. He knows how to point. That's the thing. And, and boxing, yep. you, you care about points, you, you, especially if you're going to go the distance. And a lot of his fights go the distance because he's going to outpoint you. He's a, he, it's a science to him. And that's fine. He is, but you, you, you know, like I said before, I hate LeBron James. I, I despise him. I despise him. I despise him. But you cannot take away the fact that he is the best basketball player to step on the court right now. Same thing with Floyd Mayweather. I don't like Floyd Mayweather. I think he's a pompous jackass. And, and I, I, I think everything about him is, is, is what's wrong with human interaction. But you can't take away the fact that when you step in the ring, it doesn't matter because he's not talking. He's just, he's doing what he's doing his job. He's doing what he trained for and he does it super, super well. So when you look at Floyd Mayweather and you're like, man, he's an idiot. He's this, he's that, that may be true, but inside that ring, he is a scientist and, and he is the best there is. I mean, honestly, you know, it's, it's interesting though, because I almost think you have to draw back the curtains in another world though, of what, what signifies somebody is smart. Right. So right. that's um, that because that is one thing. So there's so in a society, we talked about this in water, but what society? So what means you're smart? Can, can you read a, a, a menu? Well, I mean, maybe you're smart, maybe you're not. But can you. Um, OK, so is that person smart? I don't think you can tell say that because you can read something or not. So I don't think it goes off of that. If you look at your life, right? So is success measured off of good decisions and planning? Yes. So does that make you smart? I think so. Sure. So if you look at that and um, preparation, performance, doing all those things, I would say Floyd Mayweather is one of the smartest people um, on the planet right now. I mean, does he blow his money stupidly? Sure. Oh, yeah. But it's a smart in a different form because you have to define what is smart. Smart, there's book smart, there's street smart, but then there's also a smart of, of success. There's a smartness of, um, of perfection. Yeah. There's areas of what is smart. I never liked that. So I'm just going to go off on a tangent here for a second. That's so, fine. so I always found it strange to me when I went to college and I, you know, I was in school for two and a half years. Um, I was a really good high school student. Now, I think it is awesome if you go to a college degree. I don't have a college degree. Okay? Sure. But that, I do not have a degree. I am, I've dropped out two years in. Now, what I did do is I went into racing. Now, I took a shot at it. But when I had my brain tumor um, and I was out for a few months, people said, you know, are you going to go back to college? And my answer was no. And the reason I was not going back to college was because my life experience at that point had super, superseded what I could learn in college to go 
get me that where I needed to be. However, sure. when I do look at engineering and um, you know doctors and things like where you need college to be in them, or you know, it's every every job has a specialized thing that you need college you know requirements to get in. I'm not saying right. anything bad because again, no. you guys did it. I didn't do it, but I think that categorizing somebody as smart or not based on a societal construct of what is right and what's not, I don't think it works because if you look at BJ and myself, neither one of us finished college and we're, you know, we got a NASCAR team. Right. Um, look at Floyd May- Mayweather saying he can't read. I'd like to be worth how much he is and how good of an athlete he is and how popular he is. So I think it's an interesting thing of what is smart and what that. is successful and how do you get there? It's, it's, it's an interesting, I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's personally, I don't measure smarts on on book streets or, or book smarts or street smarts or anything like that. I, I base it on common sense. Can no. you do you have common sense? I don't care what you're. I don't care if you have a college degree or not. In fact, I'm the opposite. I think we need to get more people into trade schools than we do into college. But that's just me. That's just sure. my personal opinion. I think trade schools need to be made. But I base it on: Are you? Are, do you have common sense? Can you figure out to treat people like a human? Can you figure out that maybe you shouldn't be pissy or maybe you shouldn't be a dick or maybe whatever, you know, use common sense when you approach situations, you know, are, are you, are you super slow all the time? Do you have no, you know, no motivation to do anything? Are you moping around all the time? You know, that's, if you're, if you're smart enough to get your, to get your mind right. And by mind, right. I mean, you know, where's the urgency? Where is the, where's the self-motivation, right? Because everybody wants to better themselves. Everybody wants to. Doesn't matter who you are, unless you're literally out there trying to self-implode. Everybody wants to better themselves. So I judge intelligence on how do you act? Where's the common sense at? Like, do I think I'm the smartest human being in the world? Absolutely, I do. But that's because I think everybody else is stupid. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I think everybody. I think a lot of people lack common sense. And I don't care if you have a college degree. I don't care if you have a high school diploma. I don't care about any of that. Do you treat people like humans? Can you figure out basic common stuff? And can you take responsibility when responsibility needs to be taken? That makes you an intelligent human being in my book. Okay. So Floyd Mayweather, everything you just said, what's the verdict? I think he's an idiot. I don't think he has common sense. I think he spends until he's broke. I think he's never taken responsibility for any of his actions, including the way he spends when he's broke. And I think he treats people like absolute garbage. You can see how he treats his fans on the streets. It's horrible. It's horrible. But now now take now on the other side of that though, he is he does have smarts. I I, I think he's an idiot. That means dumb on purpose. Right? I think you're 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 an idiot. You're ignorant. You're dumb on purpose. Willingly dumb. He is very intelligent because he can continue to market himself no matter what. And he and he was, he did have enough common sense to put people in place around him that can make decisions that he doesn't know how to make. So like if it does have to do with his money, he has at least now put people that are over here, over here, over here that can look at him and go, hey man, that's a stupid idea. Whether he takes that advice is, I don't know, I, I'm not there. But he does have people around him that have given him the ability to make that decision for him and then at least, and then, and then them talk intelligently about it. You know what I mean? You know, I actually would like to do, we should do a podcast with, um, with our friend Peyton Hillis who we played for the Browns. Um, yeah, I would actually like to have a show talking about um, finance and agents and things like that in different sports. I think that'd be a really cool show because um, obviously he was drafted up and you come from Arkansas, not coming from much to being on the Madden cover all of a sudden. And, and now on the Madden cover again. 
Yeah, yeah. Did so, you, did you see that commercial? I did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. I loved it. I called them immediately. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so, but like, so you go from that to that, and yep. then you go to okay, you're hurt and you're out. But then, like for myself, yep. you come in and you're doing stuff in racing, then your career ends. So, I think it would be a cool conversation to have. Like, okay, well, I know I was guided this way and this way and this way when I was in racing. Yep. I know Peyton probably said, hey, you should invest in this company. You should do this. You look at Shaq. Oh, yeah. Shaq has more money now than he ever did on the court because of 100%. how many, how many um, food franchises he has and how many endorsements he has. And he's, but, and, and here's – you want to know the difference between all of that, though, and, and this is why you're going to be put in, those, in that same category. And, I, and, I, and so will I. But we don't think we know everything, right? We do exactly what I just said. We set people up that know more than we do on certain subjects, and then we listen to them. That's what, and, and that's what Hillis does. That's what you do. That's what I do. That's how you continue your career no matter what. So you're absolutely right. You're going to be placed in that category not long uh, just because of how you, as a business person, react to different situations. And you know that, well, I've, I think I've said this before, we were going to do, uh, we talked to one of your buddies. Right. And you're like, hey, man, you got a couple minutes. I want to talk. You know, I just want you to talk to them. And you're like, is that OK? Absolutely. Because I was going to learn something from them. Yeah. You know, what I mean, God gave you, you know, uh, literally one mouth and two ears for a reason. You listen more than you talk. So he so you know, when we were talking with them, we were able to get a very clear idea now of what direction we were supposed to be heading in or what we what we want to do, how we want to head in. it, And those people, because of their experience are putting us in the next, because they were willing to share that as well, are putting us on some next level stuff right now because yeah. of, of the events that have taken place, whatever. And you're doing that too. Peyton did it. Shaq does it. I mean, you're right. Shaq does it all the time. He has, and I hate using this word, yeah. but I'm going to, yeah. czars that, that yeah. teach him and show him and tell him what to do. But if you're going to put people in place like that, then you have to learn to listen to them. You know what I mean? You have to be, you obviously put them in that position for a reason. You trust them, right? Well, if you trust them, then you have to make sure that you're listening to the advice they're giving you. Right. Yep. No, 100%. No, I think that'd be a cool show to do. But um, I do want to cut to one last break. When we come back, um, there's been a bunch of Nintendo stuff going on. I don't know exactly what everything is, but some things I've been reading look pretty cool on that. Um, Keith, you're going to fill me in on some of it. So cool. we're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. And uh, yeah, we'll continue the conversation. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane with Matt Tiff and myself, Keith Migra. Hey, guys, before we jump into the next topic, let's make sure you follow Matt Tift uh, on Twitter. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to all of our podcasts, which you can hear on iHeartRadio, Google, Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are heard. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you're feeling generous, go to our Teespring. Check us out there. That is right. All right. Last topic of today is something I don't know that much about. So I'm going to need your help on this. So sure. um, a lot of people talking about E3 2021. It's the final day of the expo that featured the Nintendo E3 showcase. Uh, it was kicked off on June 12th um, and is delayed a year because of COVID. But so it's one of the last big events of the um, E3 2021 focusing on the Switch games. But 
A big one that you and I were talking about, because I was curious, was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel has a 2022 release date. You had some kind of mixed thoughts about that. I mean, so I like Zelda. Don't get me wrong. My So my sons really like Zelda. Both Aiden and Jacob love Zelda. I mean, absolutely 100% love it. The problem is, is that you're just making... I mean, why not make... Why not make a new one? I mean, so it was for one, it's an open world game. I don't know if you know what that means, but it's an open. Yeah, no, world. So it's an open world game, which is really I know, cool. I know Zelda. I know Zelda. Okay, so when you play, I mean, it's great. The graphics are fantastic. The storyline is great. Do, do we really need a sequel for it? I mean, do I really want a sequel for that? Uh, I don't know. I just wasn't. I, I'm not. I'm not sold on it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things I saw in there was. Super Mario Party is coming back, and they have like a hundred games within there. And I guess they came back out again. I, I'm kind of new to the Nintendo world; I was never big into it. But sure. um, I've been playing the N64, so um, I heard they came out with it in 2018. But they said like all the games are kind of stale; like they're just kind of eh. They were. Um, they were iffy. So why? Why do it again if it's in the same games, or is it further in depth? Like, what's what's the deal? I don't know because I mean, honestly. Nintendo's running on borrowed time anyways. They, they When you had the Wii, right? The Wii U was a horrible system. I don't really think anybody disagrees with that. It wasn't a good system. The first Wii was fun because it was new. You know what I mean? You had new technology. It, it, it brought them back. And then with the Wii U, they just... Huh? Wii Sports was cool. Wii, yeah, Wii Sports was absolutely fun. Especially when you... I mean, that was a game you could play with your whole family not have to worry about it. You were up and moving. It was a great idea. They were trying to get people fit. And they still are with what's going on. But if you look at like the now, if you look at the Switch, Nintendo's after the Nintendo sixty four and after the after the Wii, you know, actually the GameCube was a really really good system too. But after the Nintendo Wii, they started getting into crap, and then they started focusing on handhelds, the two DS, the three DS, you know, Game Boys. They realized that they needed to put their handheld and their console together, and that's how they got the Switch. And ever since then, it put Nintendo, it kept Nintendo in the console wars. You know what I mean? It kept them in the race. To, to, to get, you know, consumers to buy and to get, they started marketing the games a little bit more uh, adultish to compete with, with PlayStation and Xbox. So, I mean, I, I don't know if Nintendo is just lacking originality. They don't have writers. They're, they're not picking up original games. I don't know what their problem is, but they're, you have the big three, right? You've got Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon. That's Nintendo's staple. Always has been Nintendo's staple. So why not continue those adventures? And they, they are doing it with Pokemon. I mean, they're making a brand new op uh, Pokemon open world game, which looks awesome. They've done it with Mario. Why are they treating Zelda like the redheaded stepkid? I don't get it. Yeah, no, that, that is a good point. It's weird to me because obviously we, we know all the stuff from Pokemon and Mario and you know, everybody knows all the stuff in there. Oh, yeah. But what's weird to me is when you look at Nintendo in general, right? All so. Right. Innovation of video games, um, of electronics, everything comes from Japan and China and that oh, part yeah. of the world. So 100%. it's weird to me that developers for this, um, this entire company, that they couldn't come out with something that becomes the new uh, Pokemon, that becomes the new next thing. Because I feel like that's where Wii Sportsman stuff was like, oh, this is really cool. It became the big new thing. It's kind of like... Um, well, they kind of expand. It's kind of like they're, just, they're stuck in, like you said, they're stuck in. They're not being innovative. They're not having right. new writers. But 
you also, it's almost like you need to, the graphics of Nintendo are always the same thing. They've been the same thing since the 2000s, right? It's always the same looking thing. It just develops with time to get better. Sure. It's the same world. The whole, it's always the same world that Nintendo's in. It's a Nintendo world. Right, right. I feel like there should be something they do different that's so jaw-dropping. Like the, you know, the, the um, full immersion, like Oculus stuff, all that never really took off. I feel like they should be putting their eggs into that basket and like really developing it with trying, some, yeah. whether it's with um, uh, Epic Games or somebody like that, they create something so impressive for that system. But to me, it's like, I'm going to buy an Xbox or, or a PlayStation. Like I'm, I'm not even like the Switch and stuff is cool for, for games and it's great for parties and like having friends over sure. and stuff like that. Very good for that. But to stand on its own, if it's just a one or two player thing, in my opinion, kind of sucks. No, no, no. I'm with you on that one, and I think that's what Nintendo has to get back to doing, right? Like, I'm a big Nintendo. I'm a big Switch fan. I love the Switch because I can take it with yeah. me and oh, still have the yeah. console. You know, what I mean, like you still have that console capability with it. I, 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 I use it for Pokemon. I lie. I play Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Uh, play Zelda. Love Zelda. Play Mario. Love Mario. But the problem is, you're right. They're lacking that one thing. Why can't they put like, like, okay, so for instance, PlayStation has, you know, they have staples, right? Crash Bandicoot, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Uncharted, they have games, and of course that's three, but there's there's more than Twisted Metal, you know what I mean? There's more than three staples that PlayStation has. God of War, you know what I mean? Like, those are all big games. And then you t- turn around and Xbox does the same thing, right? Xbox, Gears of War, Unreal Tournament. They have all these good games, but Nintendo's still, it's, it's, it's like they're stuck in, in, in the Ocarina of Time. They're stuck. They yeah. don't move, you know? They, 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 they want to they want to try to improve. They want to try to take the wheel and make it more round. You, you, you can't. Yeah. It's a wheel. It's there. So right. move on. Make something better. Obviously, don't neglect those games because, of course, they're your staple. But then why not make something different? Do you know what I'm saying? No, totally agree. Well, um, we are out of time. However, going on this conversation, um, remember, you guys, if you retweet this show, um, with the hashtag Nintendo giveaway and do the um, and tagging at LITFL show, you still do have the chance for the summer giveaway of a Nintendo Switch. So with all this going on, it's still a very cool system. So we're still giving one away at the end of the summer. And then also remember to follow at KeithMiger1 at Matt underscore tips. We'll be back here on Thursday. And in the meantime, everybody, go grab a Huffy, go grab <laughs> a plastic bag, and go to town. <laughs>